0: Hi, welcome to the Fantastic Forecast, third annual Christmas special. I'm Dave Elliott. And this holiday is yours where we all share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear we're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage and more than anything else our love for one another. This is the promise of the Tree of Life. Hey, it was true when Princess Leia said it on the Star Wars Holiday Special, and it's still true in this Holiday Special. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. You can download episodes of the regular uh, Fantastic Four to iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. Now, in every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I cover a different issue of the Fantastic Four, but no, not today. Today is the is a Christmas story, not from the Fantastic Four, but from the one shot, the Marvel Holiday Special from the year 2005. It's "The Mole Man's Christmas," written by Shannon Garrity, with special thanks to Andrew Farrago and pencils by Roger. Lansgridge. It was the night before Christmas, or at least sometime before. A fake Christmas Santa was working at a department store. A parade of annoying children were sitting in his lap, asking for napalm, asking for grenades, and all kinds of terrorist crap. And if this day wasn't bad enough, and it was more than he could stand, things got worse when up to the ground came a green giant hand. It grabbed Santa as he yelled out in pain, No! This big giant hand was indeed putting on quite a show. The kids reacted not with fear or horror on this day, but were filled with glee at the sight of the hand and yelled out, Yay! Jaded New York kids and then santa is dragged into the giant hole made in the ground the big creature was determined not making a sound we have seen this monster before first a long time ago it's the mole man's monster from the cover of ff number one you should know he takes the fake santa down 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 under the earth to his homeland the mole man's kingdom the place of his birth a group of yellow moloids see santa And react with much joy the presence of santa is something even a brainless freak can enjoy the monster sits santa in a chair and they gather around and the moloids examine santa and give him a thumbs down this santa doesn't meet with their approval so they give him the heave ho they toss him in a big hole and santa yells whoa he falls into a pit filled with rejected santa's galore Skinny Santas, Black Santas, Long-Bearded Santas, and more! So back in the city, with another Slim Santa at work, up comes another creature, an Underground Jerk. He's joined by more Morloids, who rush to grab Santa tight, but they won't be so lucky on this December night. Finally, yes finally, help has entered the ring. Mr. Fantastic, Invisible Woman, Human Torch, and The Thing. The Fantastic Four have been searching for these Santa Nappers for quite some time, and Sue uses a force field to kick some Munster behind. Ben grabs a Moloid and lifts him up by his neck, and says he should be home eating, lighting candles, and other holiday drek. And if the situation for the Moloids couldn't be more dire, Johnny uses his flames and sets two of them on fire, Sure, kidnapping Santa isn't right, it's not fun and games. But should Johnny be burning their flesh off with his scalding hot flames? The FF have questions, but the moloids don't talk. So Reed has an idea, and he has to take them for a walk. Back to the Baxter building, they go to run a quick test. Mad scientist shit is the thing that Reed always does best. So events unfold quickly. I'm sure to the Moloid, it's all just a blur, as they strap his little yellow noggin up to a brain wave monitor. And they see on some kind of monitor, his thoughts are broadcast, and they take an invasive look into the Moloid's recent past. So Mole Man is sitting there, as he rules up on his throne, where normally the Moloids line up one by one, and the Mole Man is blown. But today they have gifts. Wrapped presents one by one. Mole Man takes them all. He's having a good time. Having fun. But he opens up a present. It's a snow globe. He seems disgusted. Santa, he mutters, as he tosses it to the ground where it's busted. Why he hates this snow globe it isn't quite explained. But I'm sure the poor little mole is thinking that his gift was hair brained Mole Man gets up, turns and storms away, and the Mole Man hasn't been seen at all ever since that day. So the FF come to the conclusion that the Moloids have been Santa-napping to lure the Mole Man back after that bad day of gift unwrapping. So after Reed and Sue finished making these deductions, the FF decide to go to the Underground Kingdom and stop the Santa Claus abductions. Reed wants to know why Mo Man is hung up on the Santa Claus dude, and why did that snow globe gift earlier make him come unglued. So Reed wants to know what it was that gave Mole Man the blues, and says they should do some probing to look for some clues. Ben isn't so sure that he wants to get involved in this mess, saying that this is the season of peace and love, and he has no time for this stress. He storms out of the room and closes the door with a slam, while Reed and the others come up with a feasible program. They need to neutralize the Moloids before they know what hit them. They're more willing to clobber Moloids than good ol' Ben Grimm. And out on the street, Ben is out on his own, trying to find a way to stop the Moloids without breaking a bone. So Ben decides to ask around to find out some information, to understand the Mole Man and his Christmas agitation. He asks Spider-Man, who's fought the Mole Man a couple times by hand, but Spidey says he doesn't know him well, and he just doesn't understand. Ben calls the Hulk, who doesn't know, and that, I guess, is a bummer, but what I want to know is how Ben Grimm got the Hulk's telephone number. He calls up She-Hulk on the phone, and then she confides... She doesn't like the mole man because he's always trying to force women to be his brides. She doesn't know what's going on with that short green-caped big-nosed brute, but she is eager to give him a Christmas present of a large class-action lawsuit. So Ben finds one of those would-be brides, and to her place does he go. This haggard washed-up lady plies her trade at the El Paiso Frito Floor Show. He once told her that he would marry her and make her the queen of his world, but dumped her a week later for a much younger, younger girl. Moleman Man dumped her one day so he could chase after the She-Hulk, and tossed a vase at her head, and then she began to sulk. To some, Mole Man looks a little creepy, like an odd little wretch, but to this old washed up hag, she thought he was a catch. She does have one piece of information that she freely shares with Ben, but Mole Man has a family still, and they live over in Brooklyn. So Mole Man heads across the river, and knocks upon a door, and an older, big-nosed lady answers and lets him on her floor. They sit and drink some tea, and discuss her long-lost grandson. He asks her if he liked Santa. Did he think Christmas time was fun? Oh yes, she says her late husband dressed as Santa every Christmas Eve. Because when Mole Man tried to sit on the department store Santa's lap, they would always give the kid a heave. Mole Man's granddad was tall and slim with big pointy eyebrows. He had a small manageable nose, and not a giant snows. So this is the Santa Mole Man got used to as a little tyke. And ever since he's trying to find a guy to fit the image he thinks of what Santa should look like. Granny Mo Man says it'll be hard to find the kind of Santa that just might fit the bill, but Ben Grimm says he has an idea of someone to call, and maybe, just maybe, it will. So later, down underground, Ben is there in a cave, and he's got a skinny Santa, the kind that Mo Man does crave. Ben has his plan, which he thinks is real clever. But the Skinny Santa Claus says that he thinks it's the most idiotic plan ever. We get to the end of the cave with Skinny Santa and Ben. And they find the rest of the FF doing battle with the little yellow men. You would think Ben would join in with a pow and a pop. But he yells out to his teammates loudly to stop. Ben says they have a Santa who will end their little plight. Santa says... Yo ho ho, oh cannon bomb! Uh, do I have that right? But Santa looks around, and he's not filled with cheer. He's a little bit discouraged and says he didn't know that Sue Storm would be here. Ben wants to keep up the trade, and he says, "Pipe down, subby." They're getting weird looks from Johnny, Sue, and her hubby. They wonder who this Santa is. Who is this character? But they figure it out. It's really Namer, the Submariner. So the Moloids gather around and lift Namer up in the air. They carry him through the cavern and toss him up into a chair. This is the best looking Santa they ever have saw. They compare him to the old photo, and they collectively say, aww. But then they have to wait. For the Mole Man they do yearn, and they wait, and they wait, but Mole Man doesn't return. So Ben explains to the Moloids that even the real Santa isn't bringing their boss back, So they have to stop going to the surface world and cut all the Santas some slack. The Fantastic Four say goodbye and Johnny leads the way out with his fire. And Reed thanks Ben for coming up with a peaceful solution for this Christmas time quagmire. But Ben is still curious and he wants to know where Mole Man went. Where did he go? Reed says they may never know as they walk down the hall. Maybe, just maybe, it has nothing to do with Santa at all. So the story ends with the Mole Man's reasons being unspoken, and we see the snow globe on the ground, the one that was broken. Inside the globe was a tropical setting we can see. The thing that set Mole Man off was the sight of a palm tree. And finally we see Mole Man, near a palm tree he's sitting, reading a book, with a drink, and some sun he is getting. It's not because Santa, why he fled his underground nation. He just wanted to go to the beach and get a vacation. The End I'm not so bad I just hate to see a good time had by everyone This lonely Christmas Eve I hear them up and down And up and down the street They're making noise Noise, noise, noise